Hey guys, what's going on? It's your girl, Ash. Welcome to the Ash X Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to the inside of my Airbnb kitchen. Today, we're going to be taking this episode here because um, your girl has nowhere else to put the freaking tripod up. So this is where we're doing it. Um, I'm literally using my charger as a tripod, so this is what we're doing. Okay, so we have on someone very special today, as usual, but this person in particular, his name is Dylan, also known as Moonlander Music. Um, it's super ironic because like in 2013, I remember him in my dorm. He was like sitting in my dorm and he was like, I'm gonna make it really big in my music career. And he's like, I know I'm gonna do it. Like I'm gonna perform on a big stage one day. And I looked at him and I was like, he said it to me with such will and determination that I knew that he was going to do it. But it's just crazy because now he's performing at these major music festivals like Breakaway Music Festival. And I mean, in his album, this new upcoming one that he has coming up, it's called uh, Most Likely to Never Be Famous. He talks about how in high school, so many people doubted him and things have come full circle because now they're like hitting him up left and right. And it's just, it's just crazy how things work because it's like, you can literally do whatever you want in this life. And you put yourself out there, like let's say, you know, you're in high school, like I'm gonna do this. And you set yourself out on a mission and obviously it takes evolution, right? Like you're not just gonna create this amazing music, but in his new album, I've listened to it, his tracks are insane. And he's just waiting on the best day to just release that thing, um, which he said will probably be at some point in the next six months, whenever he has like some more like gigs coming up and stuff like that. So I'm super excited for him. We also talked about mental health um, and obviously mental health is super important, um, but he maintains a very positive outlook on his life, which is why he was explaining to me that he never really feels depressed. Me on the other hand, I have a very positive outlook, I would say, but I definitely think that I strive towards that a lot because obviously there's some days where I wake up and like, I actually feel depressed, but I have to get myself in a different mindset. I have to be like, Ash, switch it off. You know, like you're doing this because if you feel low and you want to make yourself like experience those low feelings, but if you feel low and you just sit there and you mope in it and you let it take over your day and you end up doing nothing, it's like you can't just let that dictate your life and make yourself feel unmotivated. So you have to push yourself. You have to push yourself to feel better, whether that's working out. That's one outlet that I always use. It's amazing. Um, whether it's eating right, I use that a lot too. But if I don't do that, if I don't journal, if I don't eat right, like I start to notice that I become a different version of myself that I don't love and I don't even recognize, to be honest. So super important to have a positive outlook. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode as much as I did creating it. How are you? I'm amazing. What's up with you? Where are you, where are you right now? It looks like a, a vibe there. Yeah. So I'm actually in Colombia, which is, which is absolutely crazy. Um, I came here a few months ago with some friends yeah. and I just like fell in love with it and stayed an extra month. <laughs> is it just like an extreme vibe? Like what's, what's so, I mean, obviously you left the city. Yeah. To go here. I did. So like, I'm not in New York city right now. Um, I actually have someone who is subletting my apartment there. Um, Ooh. But here, yeah, it's it's awesome. Like I've met so many people and it's like, there's not even, it's not even people just from Colombia. It's like all over. Wow. It yeah. Sounds, did you want to live there longer? Um. So after this month, I'm going to go back home, but I can definitely see myself like coming back here in the next year yeah. because I love it so much. Say, do you do anything on TikTok yet or no? No, I need to. I like, I feel like I still haven't fully figured TikTok out. Like yeah, I haven't actually sat there and like used it. Yeah. I mean, the thing with TikTok, obviously you've probably seen me doing the craziest stuff on there, but it's just like, I it's kind of, I have. I'm not, I'm honestly not really on it much to be. But you don't see me. I mean, either way, I've been doing like everyday traveling somewhere new. Oh, and so like, that's cool. The last, the last 25 days I've been like, in a different state, a different country. And like, I just go there and sing my song. So. Wait, that's so cool. Wait, so where have you been for the past 25 days? I started in Charlotte here. I went to like the motor speedway. So I was like the middle of the track. Then I went to Chicago, went to New York, 
went to okay. like the middle of the ocean, like on like a buoy. I'm like floating around. Uh, I went to Paris, London. Um, I mean, actually, I think I did. Did you put this on your Instagram? Actually, I did see this. I don't know yeah, what I'm yeah, yeah. So it's, I, I did see this. Yeah. On IG too, but yeah. So yeah. that's what I've been doing just because like this day and age, like TikTok can like literally like, I mean, it runs everything. And especially that's why I asked if you were doing like TikTok stuff. Cause like, I could see you like really blooming like in TikTok, just like even taking like you, you watch your interviews back over and you're like, I think this is cool. Like people would like to hear this, like motivational stuff or like anything like that, you just know what I'm saying? Snippet or something and like talking yeah. over it or whatever it is. Yeah. You literally cut. Like if you ask me a question, like you're like, Oh, what motivates you or something? You could like cut you to like an iPhone size. And then I would, if, if I had something like super motivational, I'm like, I did this. You'd be like, put it in there, do a, a 10 second video and people like would connect with it. I feel like, and I feel like yeah. you're already like a good talker and like, you already have like a great, like podcast yeah. voice, you know, yeah. it just mm. feels right. I feel like that you would like strive on it. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, <laughs> honestly you're not, you're not the first person to say that like people hey. recently told me about tiktok and i was like i i feel like i should get on there i just haven't <laughs> it's i think like me and your like generation we're so like we feel like older than that you know we're like oh we don't do that like we're like ig twitter like that's only 100 percent. even though it's like okay like you need to like you need to start getting uh, into these other types of technology yeah. like it's yeah you can't you can't stay in the past so yeah, you would strive with it. And again, I see people like one dude literally started making TikToks where he's like sitting on his couch and he's like, if you like this song and he'll play like a popular song, he'll be like, then you'll like this song. And literally he's at, he got invited to the Grammys. So like, it's just like, you can just start doing like the smallest stuff and you're like in the scene of like the music stuff. That's such a good idea. Um, do you post every day or no? Yeah. You do. I used to fight TikTok so, so like long. I was like, I'm not doing this. Like, it's so stupid. Like, yeah. I was like, that's I'm kind a, of no, I, that's the point that I was at. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, like, I'm, a, I'm an artist. Like, I'm not a, a TikToker. Like, I don't want to do this. But like, you just complain about it. Nothing's going to happen. Like, there's people that literally post one TikTok and they're 10 times bigger than you in 24 seconds. Like, you got to just awesome. get with the time. So, you got to just freaking do it. No, <laughs> totally. You <laughs> like, I could see you like being like a backstage like podcaster too, like going like backstage like and like interviewing people like before they go on or something would be sick. I actually have done that before. Um, yeah, one of my first interviews I did. So I didn't air that, but yes, I love that idea. Like, do you know what Insomniac is? Is that a festival? Um, they're the company that runs like EDC Las Vegas, like all the EDCs. Okay, yeah, yeah. Then yeah, okay. Um yeah, like my my goal, I would say like in the next like five years, I would love to be like involved with Insomniac and just basically inter like even have my own booth there and just like interview like all the different artists. See, and I think that's where like you could come in like again with the TikTok thing, like people would just invite you. Like you wouldn't even have to ask. Like if you like start using this TikTok stuff, like people want TikTok people, they'll give you a free pass just to like come in and do stuff to like put their stuff on TikTok. I'm going to try, I'll try this out. <laughs> I'm like signed by this festival. They're called uh, Prime Social Group. And they put on like 10 festivals a year. They're called Breakaway Music Fest. Um, they have one in Charlotte, Kansas City, Grand Rapids, San Diego. About Breakaway Fest. Yeah, yeah. So they just have a whole like team that they'll just let like any influencer basically like a free ticket or like whatever they need just to like come and like make content while they're out there you know that's so cool that would be that would be a really interesting thing to like check out too like because I feel like there's so many there's literally so many different avenues that you can go down and to be honest there's not many people interviewing music artists no like there's not get right you know what I'm saying yeah no I know I just have to like your time to shine this is your time to shine <laughs> you're so funny it's crazy that you're doing this too because I have to be honest like I I remember we were in like, you know, my, my dorm room and yeah. I remember you were showing me your stuff and you're like, I'm going to make it like, I'm going to be a music artist. And I was like, yes, you are. But I could hear it in your voice. There was no, like your music. No, you aren't, but yes, you are. <laughs> like at the time it wasn't it. You know what I'm saying? You're like, uh, maybe not, but yes. 
No, but you had it, you had it in you. And like, I mean, I, you have a great voice, honestly. And I remember listening and I was like, I could see you getting big. Like, I feel like just the way that you handled yourself, like there you were like, I'm gonna do it. I don't care what anyone says, I'm gonna do it. And I feel like most people, when they talk like that, they end up doing it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've just been doing this since I was 13. And like, just like the fact that like, when I started was like bad, like I was really like, obviously like, it's like riding a bike. You don't know how to ride a bike yet. Like I was like, oh, I'm gonna do this. I wasn't born with like, musical abilities I wasn't like I feel like some people were just born to be like amazing singers you know they pop out and it's like they're Beyonce they're like oh you're like yeah, oh my you're God. like wow like, yeah so good like for me it wasn't like that so it was like a bunch of years coming but I get like discouraged sometimes but also like you just got to look back like my like 13 year old self would look at me now and be like or even people that are like doing music now look at me and they're like how do you do this stuff so it's like it's small stuff like that that's like you never got to give up. And I just feel like it's pretty kind of like easy. Obviously it's hard, but like you can't lose if you don't give up, you know, you can't. And that's the thing you can never, I love, I love that quote. So you can never fail if you don't give up. Yeah. Just keep trying. And the thing is, is that eventually over time you're going to get better. And like, even the stuff that you're doing now, I'm sure like years from now, like you're going to look back, like same thing for me, like what I'm putting out now, like in another five years, I'm going to look back and be like, wow, like I've, I've just grown so much. And, yeah. And then- I'm like the biggest critic of myself. Like I won't even watch this podcast afterwards. Cause I'll be like, oh, I'm so cringe. Like I won't even look at my, like, I kind of hate watching myself back. I'm like, I, why did you say that? <laughs> I just live in the moment. And then like it happened, it happened. I can't change it type thing. So like, <laughs> keep it good. I know. it's so funny. So I know, I know you have this new album coming out, right? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows when? You know- do you know when you're going to be releasing it? No. So basically right now I kind of went in like the top of the year. I was supposed to have like this huge like tour, right? So I had like 36 mm-hmm. shows I was going to be on with um, this like big singer and then the rapper. So I was like doing two different tours and the first dude, they basically like forgot that they told us in October that we were on it. So then like the whole like October, like me and my team, like we're preparing for it. We're like getting the merch ready. We're what songs are we going to do? Or what do we have to have by this? And then we're like, we're waiting on like the flyer to come. They're like, Oh my God, we're so sorry. Like, we're like, what? So, okay, wait, wait. And they can't just cut you in. That's so annoying. No. Cause they already had like three other openers and like they posted the flyer and we were like, where's our name? And then we hit them up. They're like, oh, my God, we totally forgot. We told you that. We're like, what? And they didn't do anything about it? No, they're just like, we owe you one. Bye. <laughs> Never again. That hurt. But then we were like, oh, we're good. Like, we still have, like, 20 other ones with this rapper. And then the rapper dude, he hit his back and was like, hey, yo, sorry. Like, we know we, we said yes, but he actually promised his boy, like, he would come on. We didn't talk to him first. So, like. We're gonna have to exclude you. So we went from like 36 shows to to four to four shows. And so my brother like even like bought an RV like for like us to have and stuff because we were just like spending so much money on like hotels and stuff. He was like, we'll just get an RV. Like the money we spent on hotels, we can just make the payments like to the RV. Like it's gonna be less. So we're like, okay, got an RV. Didn't get to use. Wait, are it. you in an RV right now? No, I'm in my my studio room. This is at my. Okay, house. cool. I was like, this is awesome. I was like, but hey. this would be even cooler if you were actually in an RV. Welcome to my RV. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so then I was like very upset. I'm like, wow, like, cause I find like I'm like the most happy on tour, like on stage every night. Like that's where like it's just so much fun to be like with my friends, new city. There's, it's never like something you can plan just like whatever happens that day is like it's it's something new every day I think that's like so fun and so I was at the house I was like all right well I'm about to just go into like album mode so me and my producer his name's Omido he's shout out to him um me and him just worked like 12 hours every day on zoom just like this and he would have his computer up I'd be in here We'd be making beats and stuff. I made an album. I made this album in like one month, and I was like, I just need. I made this album in one whole month. Yeah, just a month. Like I just went like crazy mode. 
I don't do anything but music. So I don't have like another job or anything. So I wake up and I just come in here and it's kind of like, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, he lives the life. But it's like, I'm actually like a loser that just stays at home every day. And I just, the only time I leave is to go to the gym. So and you're just like grinding it out with music. Yeah. That's so cool. So I made the album in a month, went to my like team. And I was like, look, I don't even want to put this out until like, I know it's going to get like more like love, like to be bigger, obviously. So I was like, I don't even care. Let's just go the label route. Like I kind of want some help. Like anyone that you see that's like super big has that label. Like I know every, every artist is like, Oh, go the independent route. Like they'll take your money oh. and stuff. But like the thing for me is I'm not like money doesn't like drive me just like being able to one, like have a huge like audience and also being able to tour, like that is what drives me. Like, so that's what you care about more, one hundred percent. Yeah, the money's gonna come. That's never a question, and and it pays my bills now. But it's still like every dollar I get, I put back into music. So it's not like I'm over here like with the fattest pockets right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just put it back in. So completely, I think a record label would help because like yeah. they can they can set up all the shows and stuff like that too, and and they just have it like. I want to have like, I already have like plans. Like I have specifically like one song where I'm like, I want two chains on that song. Like I just hear like, I feel like two chains has been like swept away a little bit. Like when have you heard like two chains recently, like on a popping song? Like I just have it. Yeah. I feel like if I could get him on this one song I have, that it would just be like the rebirth of like. So how does that work? Will your manager reach out directly or like, are, are you, how are you involved in that process? So in like the label world, the labels can literally just hit them up and like either they just pay them or they'll just like, they already work with them and they'll just do it, you know? Yeah. Or like that big, you just like, you have like shares of the song. So anything the song makes, like you're making money off of it. So right now your goal is to get signed with a record label. Yeah. Then you can go down the route of like, you know, teaming up with like two chains or someone like that. Yeah. Who's like a rapper who's. I just want, like, I have, like, such a unique brand, and I've been branding it, like, on my own, and I just know, like, a label can take me to that next step. Like, I want to have, like, real music videos. Like, I can, like, shoot music videos by myself and stuff, but, like, at the end of the day, yeah, it's cool, but it's not, like, I want it to look like a a movie. Like, I want it to be, like, oh, like, I want to be, like, in a rocket ship, like, about to lift off, and it looks like. Oh, that's so cool. Like, interstellar, you know? I I could definitely see that, like, with your branding, 100%. that's so cool so basically i have this album uh i'm holding on to it until i can get a label deal but i also like still every day that i'm not on this 25 day journey i'm just making songs so i'm gonna have a song coming out every month that's not on the album until i do the label deal with the album and then the album will come out well you'll drop it after that and and that totally makes sense because then at that point like like you were saying, like you'll have a larger audience um, or they might even be able to push it out in a way that right yeah. now. I mean, labels have every connect to every like Spotify playlist. So it's like within mm-hmm. a snap, you're like on 20 playlists. They're like, oh, you're done. You're like, oh, it's that easy. Like, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't really matter about like this, the music, like so many people don't understand, like there's a million people that make music and like out of the million, what, like a hundred thousand of it's good, like music is like subjective like people like bad mu- like someone people i think like bad music yeah, yeah. Like someone i think is bad someone's like that's my favorite artist of all time. My favorite song. yeah it's so true so i don't think there's like i think the labels understand that too like it doesn't matter if you like it like there's like a genre for it and there's like an avenue mm-hmm. like, really like screamo i don't understand how people can hear like screaming but i cannot deal with rage that to people rage to it like no offense to anyone who likes that and also i mean i don't know i'm not really a huge fan of country either yeah country's not my my lane but i can understand why you like it but yeah i don't it's i don't think i've listened to a country song in a very but long you're right time. it's subjective right like yeah. people have different favorites it's edm rap whatever it is and yeah for for someone like for one person it, they could love that song and like you might hate it like even like I think this is like such a cool story. Like my friend, his name's Eric Insulin. Um, he has like Down syndrome. I don't know if you saw him, but he went like super viral on TikTok, and his song's like four times platinum. And he just dropped a song. Oh, went, 
it went crazy over like he had like five million monthly listeners and stuff and it's like wow just something like that like so cool like it just shows like just it's called his name's eric a-r-i-k a what did you say was a-r-i-k okay yeah check it out he's dope i brought him on um during my tour uh in the fall i let him come on like three shows and he came out on stage with me and like people just went crazy oh my gosh that was sick wow and he's one of your friends yeah yeah i found him on tiktok during covid i was just like sitting in the bathtub i'm always sitting in the bathtub it's like where i do my work but (laughs) (laughs) i saw him i was like place (laughs) no that's literally i'm in the bathtub probably like two hours a day no and i'm on a weird thing but um that's where I just am like on my phone. I'm always sending like emails and stuff or I'll just go on TikTok. Cause like TikTok is like where I feel like it's the new like news. Like I don't go watch the news. Like if something's like big enough to like be heard, it will be on TikTok. I feel mm-hmm. like, you know? Yeah. yeah I need up. to get more really. You don't even have the app. I have the app and I've posted things on there before, but like <laughs> I probably haven't posted since like summer. And I, I like how you're like, telling like, a You're like, listen, I do have the app. Don't tell anyone. I don't go on it. <laughs> I don't go on it. I feel like <laughs> I feel like like I don't know. I need I need to I need to figure it out. You I need to spend some time. Start watching it, and you actually start getting addicted to it, and it will become part of your day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I've heard. <laughs> oh yeah, it's cool. Yeah, regarding your album, um, I had a chance to look like listen to it, and I loved it. Like there was a few songs on there. Oh my god, so good. I like that. Thank you um like a few of my favorites they were like head over heels and it was like, oh, like heels? fuck you mean like yeah. vocals, oh my god love them wow thanks yeah like I feel that that was like a sleeper i was like i didn't know if i was gonna put it on i was like i think this is probably one of the like we had to at one point we were gonna cut to eight songs and i was like head over heels is probably gonna say like they're gonna want to cut that really i liked it a lot like i, that. I, I actually like it too it's one of my favorites <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I don't know. This one's pretty good to me. Oh my gosh. Well, again, there's some there's some songs that some people are gonna meet with, and then other ones that they're just not. It's and crazy. it's not that it's not good. It's just maybe it just doesn't hit home for them. Yeah, I know. That's sick though. I'm glad you said that. That's my friends will enjoy that. They love it. <laughs> um so I want to ask you, like, was there ever a particular like event or time that acted as a catalyst to drive your musical career? Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot, Ash. <laughs> Great question. Great question. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. I feel like there was like two moments I can remember that were like crazy. So one was when I was like 14. I was at a, I was on a mission trip in New York City, right? With like my church. And we okay. were just there like, just like helping like organizations, like nonprofits and stuff. Like one was like helping this girl with her garden in New York. One was like an after school program for kids. Like, I don't know. I don't want to make stuff up. So, you know, stuff like that, you know, stuff like that. Yes. Yes. I've, I've been on one of those trips before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I remember I just dropped like my first mixtape ever is it was called lost. And it's like, I'm like a little kid. My album cover is like, I'm like disappearing. Like, it's real. Let me see if I have a picture. I'll show you real quick. It's pretty I remember cool. the album. I do. All that? Okay. So really? Was that? was that like 20? That must have been a long time ago. Yeah, it was. Yeah. 2014, 15? Yeah, 2014. That sounds right. So I just put it out. I remember all like, even like, it was like most, it was like these girls that were like on the trip and they were like bumping it, right? Bumping it is like the key word. It was more like making fun of it. Right. And I was like, man, like, whatever, like they're going to see. Right. And they were, they were saying it like in front of you. Yeah. And they're like laughing and stuff. And I was like, whatever. Like, so I remember we had like a prayer time, right. Where it was like your daily, like everyone, like go pray, like be with God, like by yourself. And I remember I like closed my eyes and like, this is the, I don't know. I always feel weird telling it. Cause I feel like it's like, so a weird story but like I closed my eyes and I like almost like teleported like literally like where I could see like my eyes were shut but I was somewhere else but like 
I could see it, right? It wasn't like, obviously, I closed my eyes. I'm looking at darkness. But, and I just see myself, like, on stage, and there was, like, no music. There was no one in the audience. And there was just, like, these yellow lights. And it was kind of like I was, like, a silhouette. It was, like, I was, like, slow-mo, like, jumping up and down, like, just, like, doing my thing by myself. Like, just being on, like, a stage. It was almost like a grand, like, music hall or something, like a theater, right? Yeah. And it was like I like traveled there and I open and I like opened my eyes and like time went like by like it was like 15 minutes later and like the we were like talking again like the pastor guy and I was like wow like I took that as like obviously from I was like this is what I'm supposed to do like this is like this is it right here and at the time obviously I didn't have like the music I was my music was not speaking for itself right so that was one other time flash forward I got on this show with this dude named Mike. His name is just Mike now. You heard of him? It was no, Mike, Mike Scott before. Maybe not. Yeah. Anyways, he's like a big artist right now. And we got to like open for one of his shows. And we're at Cleveland. And I was like, I probably had like 100 monthly listeners on Spotify, right? Like super whatever. We were performing at the House of Blues, which like, have you heard of the House of Blues? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have. Yeah, it's like a super like. I remember seeing House of Blues and Freaky Friday the movie, and was like, oh, House of Blues, like, so sick. <laughs> and we performed probably it was my biggest show ever. I, I've only performed like twice before that, and so I'm on this stage, and there's like 1,500 people. And I'm like singing my songs that like people back at home would like make fun of. Right. And I'm singing them. But literally, there's not one person not like jumping up and down with me. Right. And I remember just like that moment in time looking out and being like. Fuck, fuck everyone back at home, like they're all making fun of me. Everyone in this room like doesn't know me and they love it. Like there's not one person that's not loving it. And I feel like that just opened my eyes to be like. I felt like I was maybe like locked in my town of like negative and naysayers or people that didn't want me to be like what I said I would be. And it was like, I got to like truly see, like I can do whatever I want. And again, like what is music subjective? Like these people loved it. Oh yeah. And like, like too, like, yeah. No, that's, that's such an incredible story. Cause I feel like I don't know. I feel like everyone from like your own town is always going to judge you. That sounds so weird. I don't know why they do it. I think maybe it's because they've known you since you were so young and like, and like them seeing you as anything other than you are, as they know you is weird. Yeah. Like that's why they talk shit, but like, actually like, like you got to do what you have to do. And it's crazy because one day and probably now, like they're looking back and being like, damn, like, I wonder why I judged him so bad. Cause like, he really is good. (laughs) It's funny because I feel like I, I used to always like, as a, like a little kid, I was like, I'm going to prove like my everyone wrong, like in high school, like, and that's mm-hmm. kind of why I made um, the album. I, I see that it's called most likely to never be famous is like, I felt like everyone was like, nah, like I did there was like a most likely to be famous on the yearbook. And I didn't even get like nominated for it. And I was like the only kid in our class, like that made music. So it was like, really they just nominated some dude that like played guitar sometimes and like didn't even make songs and I was like what like yeah 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 I always wanted to prove like everyone in my high school wrong but I feel like now like that's already been done like and everyone like just the way like my dms have been full of like long paragraph messages from people in high school like yo I'm so, so like and they'll have like a specific time that they remember like I remember when I when we were at lunch at this day and I laughed in front of your face and told you like you were so bad or like one girl's like I remember when I told you to never like make music like literally so many people come flying to me with like a specific story where they were like I just want to say I'm so sorry like I'm really sorry oh my god wait that's actually really incredible too because you know what I think that shows you that like people when they do something like that like it never leaves you yeah it kind of eats a little bit it's like ooh. (laughs) yeah 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 and now they're probably like I do damn like and here's the other thing like I'm sure you got you've probably experienced the other side of the coin where like people are saying that too because they want to like they want to be close to you now yeah it's like oh they want to ride the train all the way up like I mean it's it's just like a great I mean it's 
it's nice to see things that like I said would happen come true. Obviously, like mm-hmm. I did kind of at one point, like I feel like I, I strive off like being doubted. Like I was doubted by them. I already proved I'm like, like I said, I've proved everyone wrong. Now I feel like I'm doubted in like the music industry, like bigger. Whatever it is, yeah. Like, yeah, like I feel like I'm doubted. So it's like I I kind of strive off of it because it makes me want to be like, oh, I'm going to show you. Like, you know what I'm, I'm saying? Prove wrong. I'm going to prove you wrong. Yeah, well, I mean, if you've done that in the past too, like I would just use it as an advantage, right? Like use it as, as an advantage to just push yourself even farther. Yeah. Yeah. What do you start to do when you start feeling burned out? And has spirituality ever played a role um, in helping you feel like you're not? Like I said, one thing about me is like, I already went through... I already went, I feel like I already went through like the hardest parts of like people not believing in me. Like my parents telling me like, don't do it. Like you're not it. Like I went through that. I feel like I already punched through like every wall, like the worst, like, like, but I feel like my own parents saying like, look, you're not good. is like a hard wall to like, be like, yeah, oh, to overcome. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Very hard. Like, now like i'm more i'm getting more discouraged off like numbers right now like because everyone in the industry they only look at your numbers they're like there's literally like i can name you you mean like listens and like things like that or like analytics over time like whatever yeah more like my spotify like i could name probably 40 artists right now that have over 6 million monthly listens and i get more comments than them on on my instagram than they get comments on theirs so it's like i have a smaller like listening crowd but everyone that listens is like a true like connected with me like with me as like a supporter type you know yeah yeah yeah. because they're like like, on your stuff too yeah yeah versus like these big artists like a lot of people are just known for their music they're not known like you don't care like what they're doing you're just like oh i like their song like you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. maybe like a song or two, but you don't care to like be a fan. I feel like that's kind of how it is. Yeah, there's a, because here's the thing, the music, I feel like the music industry can be very saturated at times. So in order for you to like, to feel super loyal to an artist is like, you have to feel very, very connected to them. It can't just be like one or two songs that you listen to. Like, you know, cause there's a few that you'll continue to listen to, but that's different than like being actually like a loyal fan. I know you could probably say the same. And even me too, is like, I probably have over a hundred artists on my Spotify playlist that like, I'm not a fan of, but I love that song. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. you're not like, Oh, are they about to drop a new song? Like, you're just kind of mm-hmm. like, I like this song and that's it. 100%. Yeah, no, I, I can definitely speak to that. And honestly, there's like, I don't know. I like, it's hard. Cause there's like those, those songs are on there for a reason, right? Cause like yeah. when you feel when you're in a certain mood or whatever it is, like you just feel like listening to it, you put it on. Um, but yeah, I like on it, I feel like for you, your best bet is getting into a lot of these festivals, like a lot of these like big festivals, because I feel like it's super easy for, for someone to just come over. Like, that's what I do. I'll go over to different stages of artists I've never heard of, or yeah. if I have, um, and that's how I found out about new music. Yeah. I love, I mean, I love that too, because I mean, I'm already, um, I'm booked for like 10 festivals. So I'm doing three of the breakaways and then there's like six of this other one. It's called blended. Um, I think there might be really big. That's awesome. So are you going to be back in New York? Is that like your plan? Yes, I am. All right. Well then you can side to the New York one. So what, when is the New York one? I didn't even realize that breakaway wasn't interview. Oh my god, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Yes, wait. They haven't announced right now. Let's see. It hasn't announced, I don't think, yet, but I'm sure they haven't dropped any of their dates yet. Interesting. Um or not this week. Uh, they said by the end of this month they were gonna drop. Very cool. Well, you'll have to keep me posted. But um, (laughs) yeah, about the I mean the discouraging. I get discouraged all the time, but it's never like it's just more of like, kind of like some days you wake up like happy. Some days you wake up sad. Like it doesn't change my outcome. It doesn't say like, I'm not like, Oh, I'm sad. Like I'm going to give up today. Like it's never that. It's just like, I kind of just take it as like, today's just going to be one of those days. And then the next day we're back up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, 
that's exactly what I do. And I don't know, like, do you ever have like a routine or like a few things that you do on days like that to make yourself feel better? Baths, baths. Baths. You're like, yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I really crave like one work. I I don't know. I love like a little bit of working out. And then I love to hit the sauna, like sweat it out. I always feel great with that. And then if I'm ever like in a funk or like something just happened where like I get in a bad vibe, I literally just go like, I don't even take a bath. I just sit in the shower and I let the shower like run. And mm-hmm. then it like steams up, it steams up the room and it's kind of like my own like steam room. So that's what I, when I'm in the bath, it's like that. I'm not just sitting in the water, but mm-hmm. I don't know. For me, that's like, it just like, it's like a reset. And then I get to go in there because then I don't have to talk to anyone. I can just like be with myself and it's like a little like meditation time almost. I mean, I'm on my phone doing stuff still, but I don't know why that's like, my thing i just love it <laughs> yeah no that's so cool that's awesome i mean it's basically like a meditation right you're sitting there and you're relaxing yeah like you need time just to unwind on those days sometimes it's just good to not like have to like think about anything you can just chill mm-hmm. observe um I this is kind of like you know a weird question but have you have you ever battled with depression before I want to say no, only because that's awesome. I don't know. I definitely get like sad for sure. Like even like very discouraged about like something like for me with my music, like anything I do, I treat it as like, oh, this is it. Like this is what's going to be that thing that like gets me there. So it's like when it doesn't, I get very like discouraged and, and, and sad, but I don't know. I don't want to compare it to like an actual like straight, like actually. Yeah. Yeah. So that is my form of like depressed, but I don't wouldn't categorize it to, to, I don't know. I see people that are like really going through it. And I'm like, yeah. Hey. And that's also subjective too, because you know, what's so weird. Like how do you measure someone's happiness or depression? Yeah, like exactly. so hard. Like how? Do, I mean, you don't know what from one person to the next person actually feels like. Yeah. Or someone could feel like super low, but they're just handling it better and like not. See, I, I think know, my thing is, I just know how to like hand. I feel like I just know how to handle it. Like, obviously, I'm very lucky, but like, I just have a great like mindset on things. Where like, I'm very yeah. good with the flow. Like, if something happens, like I don't fight it. It's just like it's meant to be. Type, you know, like if I go outside and my tires pop, like that was just meant to be like, I'm not going to be like, Oh, stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like let it ruin your whole day. And then like roll into, yeah. hundred percent roll into like making music or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I just try to look at everything like positively, like, Hey, you never know. Maybe those tires that pop saved you from getting into a wreck when you were going to drive, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, try to look at it like that. Yeah. Hmm. That's a really good way to look at it. Yeah. I like that. Hmm. That's yeah. <laughs> um, what would you say you're grateful for? Mm. Great question. Great. Another great one. Wow. Wow, you really got me thinking. I don't want to say the wrong thing, but no, we'll we'll cut we'll cut the noise out. I would say honestly, and this might be like a very cocky like answer, but like just going off like mindsets, like I'm like grateful to know like what my purpose is and like not letting anything like take me off that track in a sense where like, like you said, like if bad stuff happens, I'm not like, oh, this is it. Like, it's like, you just gets like pushed away. It's like one of like a thousand things that have happened. And also I'm grateful for my friends because I have a great team that like, it, it took a while, I feel like, to, like, open everyone's eyes. Obviously, like, we started in, in high school together, so they were there from the real jump. And then to see, like, them change with me to, like, open up their eyes. Like, one thing I want to be for everyone is, like, to show that you can do literally, like, whatever you want and to not, like, don't settle. Like, I would, I've had over, like, 17, like, dumb jobs, right? Like, lifeguard. Mm -hmm. Amazon driver, like whatever, like literally the dumbest jobs. And I would wake up every day and like hate myself and like wake up so tired. I'm like this, like I hate it. 
And like, I just want to show people like, it doesn't really matter. Just don't do that stuff. Like you literally have a choice. Everyone has one life. It's not going to be the easiest thing, obviously, like financially wise and stuff. But at the end of the day, don't do something that's like terrible and know like what your worth is. Like these corporations that are like, that don't give a, a, a shit up or anything about you. Literally you die. They're not going to say anything. They're just going to get somebody new. You know, like they replace you. It's like, oh, you're yeah. gone. Next person. Yeah, you're going to give them your whole life. So, it's so that's, true. That's one thing. Like, I'm appreciative of my, my friends. Like, it took a while for me to like open their eyes a little bit to just be like, look, like, just live life. Like, we're living life. Like, right now, like, even though we're not where we want to be, like, we're still every day getting to do things that we dreamed of and that people are dreaming of and that they wish they had. So, Oh my god! I'm, I feel like I'm literally I'm gonna get emotional. Like that's oh snap! So, oh. No, it's so beautiful because like it's so true. Like I feel like most people don't even. It's like they, they it's like they're living, but they haven't even woken up yet. Yeah. Have you seen the movie Free Guy? What is it called? Free Guy it's with Ryan Reynolds. No, although I love Ryan Reynolds. Maybe I should. All watch right. It. So you need to watch that after this. But Free it's guy. basically like. When I watched it, I was like, oh, this is deep. It's like a fun movie of like this dude who's like, he's actually like a, imagine like GTA, you know, GTA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I do. And he's like a character in the GTA, just like a robotic character, right? That like, you know, when you see the people on the sidewalk, so you could like go up and punch and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He's like one of those, except like he starts like becoming like a real person. Like he has like feelings and stuff. And basically like, every player like if you're like a player they all wear like glasses so he eventually gets these glasses and he, when he puts them on he sees that like he's in like a video game and there's like a part where like his best friend who's like a bank robot guy as well he's like bro put on the glasses put on the glasses and he's like i just can't i, I can't he's like i promise you you'll see the world and he's like i can't and he's like too scared to put on the glasses and it's like kind of like how the world is now is like Everyone feels like they can't do something like they can't like there's an obstacle holding away. But the only obstacle is you like just do it. And there's going to be a consequence and it's not going to be the easiest thing. But like. Put on the glasses, you know, like and yeah, see. Like, I, yeah, that's so, so cute. No, yeah, you so like cute. it. Watch it. That's it's so true. It's like most people like they're too afraid or they just follow the path that it's like your parents told you to do or yeah. like. Or just your teacher. It's like the easiest thing. Yeah. It's sad. I mean, I see all these people and it's like, if you have to wake up and you're upset that you're doing something, like it just needs to end. Like just stop. I like, yeah, 100%. I like, oh, I have this. Like I have to pay for that. And it's like, yeah, that's true. But also like I found like when I put myself in a situation like to be like, I either have this I either need to do this or I'm going to be like, I have no other option is like when you like actually like, all right, I need to work. And it's like, that's when you like push yourself. I think the most is like Even when you farther. have no option. Yeah. You give yourself like a dilemma. I think like, I think it's so important to like put yourself in a situation where you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, and exactly. one thing I've always done is like, if I feel anxious about something, uh, I tell myself to actually do it. So yeah. like, if I'm like, if it gets me like worried or whatever, I'm like, you know, what? just do it because going out of your comfort zone, like you always see such greater results. It's just what you got to do. And I feel like also like a lot of people, like you get more anxious in your environment. That's not good for you. Like, I think people need to look at like, obviously not every anxiety or anything like that, but sometimes like you being anxious is because you're in a like environment that you shouldn't be in. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, no, it's true, but there's also other reasons. Like I, so I get I get anxiety, but I've noticed that I have anxiety when I drink coffee. Like, I think some people don't realize that they're more susceptible to like caffeine than other people. Um, and like most people are coffee drinkers and like, they don't like anything of it. Yeah. But the second that I like pull back from that, or even like smoking nicotine, like I've, I've done that before. And like, yeah, it's just, it gets you more anxious and then it's just, it's not good. I feel like it's weird you said that because I used to like never get anxiety ever. Like nothing would get me anxious. 
And then I started smoking weed. And like, yeah. I would have like some bad times, obviously, like, like too, much, too much edibles or something. And like, it like almost activated like my anxious feeling. Like, and now, like, I mean, I don't smoke anymore, but like, like I feel that more now. Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, like you said, or like with the caffeine, I almost feel like it like activated something. You it know what I'm saying? You're like fight or flight. Oh, that's yeah. So do you do you smoke or uh, do you drink coffee a lot? Yeah, every day. I have an iced coffee. <laughs> now I'm like, oh God. <laughs> no, 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 no. I I think it's I mean, I think it's fine. I I drink coffee a lot too, but um recently my friend told me to start drinking matcha. Um oh, wow. Just because, yeah, like the caffeine that's it's within matcha, it's like it's more natural. Cause like with coffee, is it's it really spikes your cortisol levels. Um, yep. So that's why you get that like fight or flight feeling when you drink it. And also, I've noticed when I drink coffee, like I can't sleep at night. I don't know if you've noticed, like sometimes you can't sleep well. But I actually have terrible going to sleep issues. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, right? Yeah, you know it happens to me too. I but mean, I, I recently, working out and stuff. Do you not drink like? energy like bangs and stuff like i'm also like addicted to so i actually used to be a bang girl ironically oh um, <laughs> bring another like three years ago maybe um but yeah i used to drink a ton of uh and i even have fucked up like pre-workout here um yeah. but a few weeks ago i was like you know what um i i just want to like you know reel it back in a little bit because i feel like i've been noticing that like my anxiety has gone up mm-hmm. um and I felt great. Like, I feel like I've noticed, I definitely would say I've noticed a difference in my energy too. Cause like, I feel like when I drink too much caffeine consecutively, I have lower energy and I like, can't sleep at night. You're literally like, like, is this a therapist? Like I know. <laughs> therapy session. Hey, I'm like so tired. I'm like, Oh, I need something caffeine. Like I know what I'm not doing tomorrow and that's I'm, I'm that's so funny well try matcha yeah one of my friends she swears by it um and she she said that she's had like more energy now than she ever has like with coffee right, so. matcha, here I come let me know what you think <laughs> have you um one thing I hate of like being in the music stuff is like and I want to know if you've like done this yet there's a lot of people like that you'll meet that you like love their music and then you hate them like they're just like not good people and you're like wow that ruined this like that ruined yeah. the being not great vibes and that ruins not the who they you know yeah. what it's i've seen it both ways right like i've seen it like either i'm like okay i don't really like them as much yeah. but i've also seen something else where like when i get to know them as a person let's say they're depressed or like whatever it is like i, I can actually see that through their music more after yeah like super weird. Like, I'm like, okay, wow. I've seen, I, now I have like a whole nother perspective on your music that like, I didn't think about it that way before, but now that I like have seen these like different parts of you, like whether you're depressed or whatever, like I can like literally hear it in the, in the tone of the music. Yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah. No, that's sick. I feel like sometimes the opposite too. I mean, I think there's like a hundred cases, but like I've seen someone that like only talks about like being depressed and like anxiety and like popping pills but then when you're with them they're like oh like i'm straight edge you're like what like, yeah, you're like well, where did this all come from you know the same thing like have you seen people that are like putting on a, a big front in the music industry only a few i wouldn't say too many that i've met but mm-hmm. i just one thing i've learned from the music industry is like the difference between how someone acts to you like with how they look at your status, you know what I'm saying? Like I'll walk into something. They're like, literally, for example, this is hilarious. Quick story real quick. So this, yeah, this TikToker has like over 2 million followers. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm at this, I'm at a, like a night club bar thing. Right. And I see him, I go up to him. I'm like, yo, I've seen you before. And he's like, I don't know from where. And I'm like, I also have like a very, like, if I've seen you once, like, I'll remember you. Like, I'm like very good with like faces. So I'm like, I'm like, I've seen you. I've seen you. And he's like, don't know what from, from what. And I was like, you oh do, my God, that's ridiculous. like, you do like music or anything, like anything like that. And I was like, here's my, like, here's me. I showed him like my IG real quick. And he's like, nah. And he was like, he was like, what do you do? And I was like, oh, I'm like, 
like a rap singer pop guy or whatever like i don't even know how to categorize myself but he's like oh and then instantly he like starts filming right he has like like a camera guy with him he's like you spit go ahead and spit like go ahead right now like go ahead and spit something i'm like nah like i'm not that i'm not that type of like guy like i don't need to spit for you you know what i'm saying like i'm not doing that and he's like oh you saying you're a rapper but you can't even spit right now and he was like fuck out of here bro and i was like I was like, okay. Oh, so funny. Flash forward three months. I'm I'm performing at the festival, right? The breakaway festival. And I jump off stage, just performed in front of like 25,000 people, right? Jump off. I go to like the artist lounge and he's in there. And so people are like dapping me up, like, oh my God, like great, great job, great job. And like he's right there. And and I look at him because, again, now I knew now I really knew who he was. Right. And he was like and his face was just so like, oh, I fucked up, like just so like I fucked up. So bad. It was like such a funny moment. And I was just like, why? And again, that's one thing like people don't understand just being like genuine. Doesn't matter like who someone is like, even if I was a nobody, like what do you be? You should what? treat them with respect. Yeah. So. But also, what was it for him to not? even say like who he was like I think that and then like being rude it's like yeah I don't know I guess he just felt again people think that they have a sense of like power because of like cloud or something but that stuff doesn't last and obviously people will see like people's real self right through that yeah right through that yeah 100% you got to treat you got to treat the janitor like it's Obama you know what I'm saying like it's the same thing so I think he learned, I think he learned a lesson that day, which is great. It's great for him. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, maybe he'll come back at one point and say, sorry. No, we won't. We'll never talk again. I've I've, I've gotten like invited to like stuff where he's around. I'm like, nah, like just. Yeah, it's just like rather not. Yeah. Yeah. I don't play like that. Like there's no reason like there's, I don't care like who you are. Like just don't, it doesn't, where do you get this level of like godness? Like you're like better than anyone else. Like, that's just not for me. Like, yeah, I know. Nice. Be nice. And there's way too many people out there like that. Yeah. And there's also, especially these TikTok people, they think their TikTok cloud is. Yeah. on Instagram too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All these influencers. And I bet you know, even in like the working out world, people are like, oh my God. It's like, if you're super big or like you're really jacked, it's like, oh my God, I'm like the shit. Yeah, I can't. I really do. Jack to talk to you right now. Chill. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I actually went on this. It's funny. I mean, I went on this cruise one time and it was like literally a uh, gym. It was like a, for a fitness cruise and we went around, like we left from Miami and there was like on the top of the boat, they had like all like rowing machines and like, there was like workouts going on all the time. And it was fun, but like, I, I was invited at, I guess I was like, content creator influencer whatever and people that were on there as well like everyone was really nice but I don't say everyone's like all like the gym bros and like I love working out don't get me wrong but like there's a certain point where I was like all right like I am a little over this like so in their own head I don't get it but yeah I was I was really like taught off the golden rule you know treat people how you want to be treated and I don't understand why people don't think like that but no you know what it is I think at a certain point it just gets to your head yeah but yeah it was great I loved it it was great too it was great too this is awesome welcome to the ash x podcast